Welcome into the Levelheads Podcast. I'm Zane Ellis with Collective Build Company in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm with Mike Conley, Greenside Design Build in Chicago, Illinois, and Jamie Verdura in Half Moon Bay, California. Uh, we've got our first guest ever on the podcast tonight. I'm going to let him introduce himself so that I don't so that I don't butcher his name like I'm going to going to the rest of the night. Uh, so, Chris, Chris, <laughs> tell us who you are. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. My name is Chris Merchandani. I'm a builder from up in Kamloops, BC, up north. North of you guys, at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty far north. Yeah. Yep. Kamloops, BC would, uh, I'd would be in the neighbor to the north of Canada, right? For all those that don't know their geography out there. Because I certainly didn't know where Kamloops was. I'll be honest. I've never heard of Kamloops Worried. in my life. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. Take Vancouver, go three hours north, and there you are. Oh my gosh! Nice. Oh, man, so, oh it gets there. a lot farther up in BC. Yeah, that's it. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why you focus on the inside work, right? So, Chris, you uh, yeah, yeah, so absolutely. how how much of the year do you live in an igloo? Mm, five <laughs> months of the year. <laughs> five months in an igloo. That's wow. Uh, but he does have a sign behind him that says New York and one that says London uh where chris is sitting so i'm assuming that you can get out up there right like you get the internet and that kind of thing oh yeah we still get the internet thank goodness for you on right i've told the yeah i've told the guys i'm in tennessee so i've still got the guy on the side of the house running the crank for the internet so if it goes down (laughs) it means just means he's slowed down it's getting cold over here We're excited you hopped on, Chris. Yeah, you actually have an honorary title here now. You are our first guest in our first yeah, podcast episode humble, of the Levelhead Red Podcast. Red carpet. So there's Red no carpet. pressure on you right now. Well, no pressure. Can, at all. Well, we can put on a good show. You're the first one that said yes, actually. So I think you were our... <laughs> I'm the crazy one. Yeah. You can thank but, Michael uh, for that one. Yeah, so I actually met Chris on the Sega Switzerland tour. Uh, the first time I met him and his wife Mariah. Um, that's Mariah, right? Yep. And uh, it was a it was a great trip. It was nice to meet you and a bunch of the other Canadian builders up there that are using all the Sega products. So I'm kind of anxious that, you know, we didn't get to talk a ton on the trip. So I'm anxious to ask you a bunch of questions here on the podcast. Man, oh man, I had such a great time with you, dude. And you being a local boy, you know, you got love in my heart for that. So that's right. Yeah, you're originally from Chicago, right? Yeah, but born and raised. Oh, yeah. I see. Uh, Wait a minute. A, All right. Cubs yeah. or White Sox? Cubs. Yes. All right. Podcast yeah. is over. And I, you, he asked me that one on the trip. <laughs> I remember that same look from Michael. White Sox. Who cheers for the White Sox? We don't cheer. We just get in fights. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I kind of can't even believe you're a baseball fan because you're Irish, though. So Irish people don't like baseball, do they? Well, it wouldn't be my favorite sport, but whenever someone asks you, you know, if you're from Chicago, Cubs or White Sox, Cubs or White I got to say White Sox. I'm a Sox Fighting's guy, his favorite so. sport, actually. It's fighting. 
Hey right, now. So Sammy tell, us, days. tell us about your company. Uh, so we are a construction company based in Kamloops here. We focus on general contracting. Our main builds are residential. We do renovations is the large portion of our construction work, as well as a handful of new builds we get to work on. And yeah, we've been around for coming up almost six and a half, seven years here coming up next season. So we've spent some time working. I still love being on the tools. It's, I yeah. think of myself as a young carpenter, still, still learning guys like yourselves who've been doing this probably a lot longer than I have. So I still got a long ways to learn, but I've been fortunate Mike's, enough to get to work on some cool stuff. Mike eats free at Shoney's. He's a, <laughs> he's a senior citizen, actually. He's been doing this. We don't much. have Shoney's up here. Is Shoney's some kind of a class joint down in Tennessee <laughs> somewhere? Is you gonna have to fill me in on it's that? It's not. Uh, you don't. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a strip club. Shoney's is a strip club for senior citizens. No, Shoney's is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the good ones. It's only for the experienced women <laughs> that know what they're doing. Um, no, Shoney's. Sho- I thought everybody had a Shoney's. I thought. So Shoney's is like, um, is like ghetto cracker barrel. <laughs> it's, uh, oh. you know, like it's not, it's not very good. I haven't eaten at a Shoney's <laughs> since I was like five, but it's, it's one of the favorites because the seniors eat free. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> must've been a lot of seniors there. You remember that from when you were five years old, huh? Well, <laughs> my grandparents took me there. <laughs> Of course I do. So Chris, um, so tell, I want to know, I've got a question about the name of your company and why you named it after a Bruce Willis movie. (laughs) Oh goodness. (laughs) I did not even clue in until I licensed my company and someone said it, live free, die hard. That was pretty sure at least a month or two into me running my company did not clue in, even though I love those movies. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I understand. Yeah, so why did you, so why did you it name was, it Live Free? I guess a lot, especially too. You can kind of see the logo. Yeah, that I do like is the logo. where we're from. We're from the mountains in the big, thick forests around here. And I guess especially too, having the opportunity to be my own business owner and to have the freedom to be able to determine my goals and my future and provide for my family was really a big driving force. And the live free name just seemed to have a good ring to it. And I like we it. We went that route and made a quick logo. This is actually our second rendition for our logos. We had an old one we made online. You've got great merch. Yeah. You've got really great merch. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> we, I know everyone loves their swag. Seems like it's a big fad nowadays within the construction community. It is. Nah, no, Everyone none of us it. like it, even though four of yeah. us are all wearing hats right now of our company. <laughs> is Jamie wearing a company hat? Is that a Verdura hat? No, this is uh, this is another one of my subs. Oh, wow. It's a sprinkler fitter. You're gonna have to have him on so I can get so I can get one of his hats. That's a cool hat. Yeah. So Chris, <laughs> you were on the Sega tour. Uh, obviously, you're big into building science as much as the rest of the Canadians up there that I follow on Instagram. 
Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, how you got into the building science aspect and, and why you seem to push it so hard on, you know, on your platform. Well, for me, building science, I am, again, like I think of myself as a builder, as a young builder, I'm an even newer building science guy. I started this, I think about three and a half years ago was when I first got my bit of exposure. A buddy of mine down in Vancouver, uh, Sean Sanamura, he was working with a building supply company and he had the chance to drop me off some samples of some air barrier products, some insulation, little details and some pamphlets. And that kind of sparked my interest, I would say. And from there, I kind of just dug in deep. And I think the Instagram community had a huge part to a lot of my driving force. I, I think of him as my sensei, we call him. His name's Aaron Jones, <laughs> Big Dog Construction. He was on the trip with us, with Michael as well, too. And yeah. he, over the past couple of years, has been a huge key player into my knowledge base. And I, I definitely don't think I would be where I am without him. He's been huge with teaching and explaining and me asking a million silly questions about what is this? What is that? How do you do this That's and that? But it, it, there's something about building science that it makes me like, even talking about it right now, it gets me excited. <laughs> like, and especially too, for myself in our community, uh, there is no building science. There's an old way of yeah. building worked for generations and generations and i kind of found that the building science was a huge area of opportunity for our little town here and we've spent years now working with the building division teaching and training and showing them how we do these kinds of things because a lot of it is new to them as well too right this is stuff they've never seen before so we spent a lot of time working, getting approvals on products such as the Sega stuff. And it's honestly been one of the coolest experience, most wild, tense, nerve wracking. Like it's, it's a lot of learning and a lot of challenges kind of implementing something so different within the building community, especially myself being such a new builder. So it's, it's just to me, the coolest part about construction right now, there's cool. just so much opportunity to learn and that's kind of a big push is going on within the industry to kind of start thinking of better ways to build homes, build our buildings. And I, I, I love this stuff. So have, what's have the learning question. curve like up there, like trying to push, push these new ways of doing things. How is it accepted by, you know, the subcontractors or even that was the my clients? question. Do they even um, understand? It's, a huge learning curve. Uh, we have pretty much seen everything when it comes to trying to implement something as new as this. And we've had challenges with the building division, working on getting approvals on products that we, instead of using poly on a wall, we use air barrier products now to create a better wall assembly and tapes and membranes and adhesives and different techniques of layering walls or double stud walls like there's so much to learn about it and it has been a huge challenge for us like we have we've gone through the ringer with it but i feel like we're kind of almost at the other side of the hill right now with kind of everyone 
it's essentially for us out here, we have something called the BC step code. And that is kind of working towards by 2032 net zero homes as the minimum standard. So wow. essentially 10 years in the next 10 years, the whole building industry around here needs to take steps to build like this. Are, are you guys finding architects, you know, receptive and engaging in these practices? Or are you guys bringing it all I to the table? Just pretty much we have brought it to the table on all fronts so far. And you know what? We understood that going into it. it, it it's something so different. No builders really understand or accept. There's, there's been a way of building. And like I said, it's people have built beautiful buildings for generations. But this is kind of the way the building industry around here essentially is going so we still have 10 years but 10 years flies pretty quick nowadays so yeah sure sure does yeah so have you had to change subs at all in the process just because of uh or has everybody been pretty you know receptive to it I think everyone on the trade side has been pretty understanding in the ways we do things a lot of it is the spending the time to teach and explain and put a hole in a wall there it needs to be sealed right and this is the way you seal it just showing examples and we do little mock-ups and things like that too when we need to but i think it's more so just the educational piece and having a conversation not like this is what you need to do this is oh this is the way we've chosen to build now this is we're very different all of my trades know we are very different in the things we do and they understand that there's a little bit of a learning curve, but that's, that's what I think it that's entails. Huge. Tell, telling the guys, if you cut a hole, you got to seal it and teaching them how to seal it. I can't tell you how yep. many times I've told my subcontractors to purchase a damn hole saw, a pipe, oh my gosh. a pipe doesn't need to go through a square hole. Yeah, a square and or a hole beaten with a hammer pipe through a six (laughs) inch square. It's gonna take a lot. You know how many? Yeah, then they try and take. You know how many? You know how many mechanical guys I've had just beat a hole with a hammer through the through the sheeting. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I mean, I guess (laughs) (laughs) works in a pinch. Doesn't work in a pinch. Knoxville, Tennessee. It works every time. Sixty yeah, percent of the time that's works every part. time. Educating educating the workforce that's in place right now is definitely an uphill battle. Just imagine the workforce that's supposed to be coming up that isn't there. Imagine they don't speak English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looks like exactly we gotta go to night school, take Spanish, and get a B. <laughs> Yeah. So what about yeah. your clients, Chris? Do, have are you I mean obviously this is a uh this is a higher level of building. Do they kind of understand where you stand on this or are they or are they uh saying do it cheaper or do you say well then you're not a good fit for us? How does that go? I think it's we've kind of at first, it was an option because we didn't really understand how to kind of position this. And then we started getting more confident in our techniques and the systems we're using. And we kind of got to a point, I would say, probably about two years back. It took about a year to really get it. And we kind of just decided moving forward, this is our minimum standard. Like mm-hmm. we had the opportunity to 
build better if the budget fits and the products are superior my client gets the highest quality results every time yeah so it was kind of a little bit of a learning curve for us at first but it's like i said it's just our minimum now unfortunately if it's not something you're interested in then it's not the right project for us and that's okay saying no is sometimes a good thing right yeah yeah Uh, i mean i think we probably all have that right i mean we all have kind of a minimum standard of something um everybody in knoxville still believes that their houses have to breathe Uh, you know oh houses have to breathe (laughs) and they have to dry out and you know that's still a really big thing like when we passed our first uh so the city in knoxville just started requiring a blower door test like two years ago and uh the fact that we passed our first one you know they we have to subcontract out our blower door tests and all that stuff and he reports it straight to the city and when we passed our first one he was like shocked he was like oh my gosh like you guys did it like you really did it because nobody else was doing it good on you <laughs> it's it's funny though we're, we're around here and he says everybody just argues with me around here that houses have to breathe and don't i know anything and yada 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 you know it's very much the same kind of thing vibe that you've got well this yeah, is the, the way i've the built level. for 75 years hang on mike's about to tell you how he's built for 87 years uh-huh. it <laughs> seems like the level of acceptance varies greatly all over the country like mm-hmm. where you are it's not much accepted it seems like the east coast here there's there's a much um, higher emphasis on, on building science and up in canada chris that that step code you were telling us about is there any incentive to to build to that level versus the prescriptive method does the municipalities offer any type of breaks on permitting fees or Mm. or anything or is it just breaks on permitting fees or anything like that that i've seen i think i have seen in previous years uh, like before it became mandatory because Right now, our municipality is step three out of technically step five. So there's five levels. And I don't think they have very many incentives that I have seen. But stuff like solar and things like that, the government of Canada has done a really, really good job. I know we did a full solar panel system on one of our clients' roofs last year, and they ended up getting some pretty huge government tax credits, which was awesome to see and i think the federal government has some decent stuff for energy efficiency as well as some of our utility providers like if you end up upgrading insulation and things like that you do get bill credits but on a municipal level not too much jamie do you do much solar cool uh mandatory every house every new construction commercial residential has to have uh, since when And we are no longer, we can't get gas anymore either. So all of our new constructions are Maybe all we should away. be talking to cool. Jamie. Chris, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to talk to Jamie. <laughs> That's okay. I got questions. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Get ready because whatever we do in California kind of spreads out. That's crazy. Out. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then uh, we, we do some green, some green build stuff that'll expedite. It doesn't save you any money, but it'll expedite the permit process. So instead of seven years to get a permit, it takes like six. <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah. But basically there's a whole checklist you can do and so it's just supposed to expedite. How big is the solar but, panel know, kind of system by the have to be? How many kilowatt? 
Just a four, a four, four kilowatt minimum, which is nothing. Your bath fans, um, just to kind of get the system in. Oh my god! You know, yeah, you can charge your phone, but uh, but yeah, they're. I mean, they're you know Tesla chargers are mandatory, oh my gosh. right? Or car chargers are mandatory in every home. Yeah, so all, all electric. Yeah. Good if to be I an wanted to put one of those, if I had <laughs> to, start if I wanted to do it, that yeah. in Knoxville, Tennessee, people would look at me like I had a horn grown out of my head, like. And it's mandatory for you. Yeah, no, they're they're rampant in the Bay Area. That's they they're mandatory you that way, anyways, Zane. The, yeah, we're future them in. We got to run. Yeah, Don't they look are. at you yeah. that way, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm transitioning <laughs> yeah. from custom for a reason. You know, it's not. It's pretty much out of necessity at this point. <laughs> Chris, I've I've got some questions. One, ask away. How did you go from Chicago to Canada, especially where you went <laughs> in Canada? Like I just looked it up on, smart I just man. looked it up on Google Maps. Smart, and I was like, smart man. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we born and raised there, and then when we were about six years old, I believe, we moved out to Vancouver. My mom, brother, sister, and I moved that way, and oh. we needed to. I think it was a big city versus a smaller city for sure. Like where we grew up down in Vancouver area, we were about half hour 45 minute drive outside of the city there and half hour 45 minutes we were in like the farmland (laughs) so we grew up pretty much with like no houses there was a handful of houses on the block but there's a lot of farmland where we were growing up and that was the majority of the people we knew and that was I think a little different than living downtown Chicago Michael knows we lived right on the water there downtown and wow it's a busy city yeah, yeah, big change. But yeah. Kamloops is even smaller than Vancouver. I went from the big city to city of a hundred thousand people here. So <laughs> yeah, at least wow. you don't have to wear your bullet your bulletproof vest around town. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's true. But you're just outside of Chicago, right? You're in the you're in the good district, except for the White Sox thing. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the suburbs. I'm in the suburbs. Yeah. The city was great for years, but the last I don't know, the last maybe eight or nine years. Maybe oh, not even that 100. long. The violence has just gotten really bad. And it's to the point where you just, you know, if you're going to go out, do we go down to the city or do we just stay around here? And we're like, screw it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get carjacked tonight. I'm just going to stay in the burbs. Oh, oh. Which nights do no, you choose no. to get carjacked? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to a White Sox game? Yeah, sometimes. Is that when? Yeah. My, uh, Chris, tell us about your family. Who? I your family. have one older brother. My family. Who got older yeah. brother? He is. I think of him as a wizard. Dude is the smartest dude ever. He's going for his PhD right now. Oh, uh, oh wow! Super smart brother. Uh, my sister is like me. She is in the trades. Has been in for a long time. Oh she wow, that's her. cool. Yeah, she's been running her own painting company with her fiance for probably about five years now, and they have been painting for a very long time. I think. Does she paint your on... houses? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Little sisters kinda, don't come onto my job sites, unfortunately. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of thought the answer was going to be no. <laughs> <laughs> I love her to death, and she can paint my house if I need it, but. Yeah, not your client houses. I'm more interested in yeah. why. <laughs> why no? <laughs> I don't know that he wants that recorded. <laughs> oh wow! 
she is real good at what she does and very particular. So there's there's just a way things need to happen sometimes on job sites, and it's yeah. nice to keep the distance ah, okay. with the family sometimes. Work work balance, right? Yeah. Business and pleasure. <laughs> Same yeah. reason but Mike's yeah. wife doesn't work with him. Exactly. <laughs> be changing. <laughs> oh. Cool. Uh, so, you, does your so your wife works with you? Is that right? Uh, she actually has her own company, but wow. she's been working with uh, Flight Center. She's been a store manager for quite some time. And sorry, my robot's going really quick. Did he say his robot? Robot vacuum. Oh, <laughs> it's like oh my robot god! Robot going off. <laughs> Did your brother build that robot? <laughs> the wizard. Wizard. <laughs> but yeah, my wife, she's been working for Flight Center as a travel agent for quite some time. And she oh, cool. Is, she loves travel. Going on a trip like Switzerland with this guy. I do too. Yeah. It's on the bucket list for sure. But yeah, yeah she takes care of a little of the stuff on the back end. Definitely helps with the business when she can. But she's a busy lady, especially we got our first kid we had last year so life is definitely a little bit busy thanks how's that how's that going we are learning about daycare and baby flus and babies like we like we like him him or her her harper oh yeah we oh her yeah the hers are always better ask mike mike said what 27 27 dollars 26 26 um mike has mike's got a ton of kids um, but we, we talk, we talked to him about what causes that. And I think he's straightened out now, but, um, Mike's got all, is it all girls. It's all girls, right? Yeah. Six girls. Okay. Yeah, man. But I, I'll be honest with you. Um, my daughter's probably on the other side of this door listening to this, but I tell everybody if I could just have girls I'd have 50 of them, I really would. They're the best. <laughs> Really? They're so, e- they're so easy. They're the best. They're like, they pick up everything fast. They're, they're, I, if there's one thing that's told me in this world that girls are smarter than us, it's having a daughter versus having a son. You got two boys and one girl, and the girl's so much smarter than both of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they watch this, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Hear it. Yeah, she is. She's got it together, and the rest of them are just, you know, they're boys. They're they're like the rest of us, you know. So we're just trying to figure it out while the girls are really, they got it together. Jamie, you got any kids? I got yeah, two boys and uh, and a girl. So I got, I think probably a little younger than Mike's and older than yours. I got high school, middle school, and grade school. So girl, my yeah. girls right in the middle. And they're the best ones, probably. Sports are the best ones. Yeah, we got sports. We got water polo, water soccer. Polo? Oh yeah, we got sports. We got water hobbies. polo. We, huh? Water polo. Yeah, the oldest place. Water polo. Yeah, do a lot of jujitsu. Do they have water polo? <laughs> do they have water polo for yeah. you other two guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do if, they have water? If my kids in wanted to play, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's highly regulated. <laughs> they can only have it like three feet deep. Um. If if one of my That's kids it, wanted yeah. to play water polo, they couldn't play. I don't know where I'd take them. Do you two guys? Nope. Not out here. That's no. crazy. I didn't know that, Jamie. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Future scholarship. I didn't know that either. Yeah. That water polo yeah. was well, kind I of mean, a thing. Well, I mean, it's in the Olympics, right? So, ha- so tell me, tell me this, so Chris. Curling. How has having your first daughter or your first kid, period, right? How has that affected your your business and your work? You know, it is. It's been a wild year and a half. Like straight up, as simple as it is. For sure, dad, dad and mom life is. It's such a steep learning curve. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way of putting it. But we. Well, I remember when we were on the Sega trip. You guys were like calling home every day. I think it was the the grandparents were watching, and you were like, "Yeah." I think you missed. I don't know. You missed not the first step. Maybe it was the first step. You missed something. You guys were so bummed on the bus because you missed the first of something. Yeah, she's, she, we love that. Like, I love that girl. Like, definitely yeah. changed your whole perspective, but it puts things into a perspective for work stuff. It's, this is all for her, right? This is the yeah. reason why we work as hard as we do. It's for the family. And that's kind of been a driving force to continue to grind it out for as long as I can and be better for her and give her a life I didn't have, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. All right. Well, then, um, so I'm asking all the questions. I'm sorry. You guys pipe in whenever you want, but I do have this one. Sure. I was so, I was just going to kind of talk to kind of our platform on the podcast since it's a new podcast here and Chris is our first guest. We kind of want to set it up the platform up a little bit where each of uh, the three hosts here, the three wise men, we're going to call ourselves, mm-hmm. we're going to bring a topic <laughs> to the podcast. And every week, it's going to be uh, a topic about work for one guy. Uh, the next guy is going to bring a topic, like a life topic, something that affects us to our, from our day-to-day that maybe is outside the realm of construction. And then the last topic is going to be the wild card. And uh, that guy's got to bring in whatever he wants. So this week, I am the, the work topic guy. Jamie is the life topic guy. And Zane, fittingly, is the oddball topic guy. Yeah, that's that's weird. So we'll bring that up, and we'll get uh, Chris's kind of perspective on each of those topics that we bring up. So, Jamie, why don't you take us out? Um, well, I guess we kind of covered the uh, the family life, kind of grinding it out for the for the kids, and we're a young family, so I kind of see where you are with that. But um, I think since since the end of the year. Um, I'm just going to lay it out. I got a question. So, what's the New Year's resolution? What do you, uh, what's the big plan for next year and how you attack in uh, 2023? Elevate my building science and build one of the elevated. Maybe you're already elevated. <laughs> no, dude, there's still a long way to go, but we're working on a really cool project right now. Uh, I'm fortunate to a buddy of mine is building a super cool big custom house. And I kind of came in right at the right time and I've been helping him with kind of some of the. I would say building science techniques and methods they plan on using. We've gotten a bunch of cool products that we're going to be showcasing on. It's about a four and a half thousand square foot custom house. So good size. It's views for days, beautiful views, super cool design. And it's by far, I know when we're done with it, going to be the highest performing house. So how are you doing that? Are you that, reading or awesome. what are you reading or what are you following? Cause I mean, it changes, it does change so quickly. I mean, spray foam was the thing for like seven minutes and then all of a sudden it wasn't spray foam. 
and for this reason and this reason and this reason. And then it was, you know, then it was ex- then not right now it's exterior insulation. And, you know, how are you keeping up with this or what are you reading? If you don't mind my asking. I think it's a mix of a lot yeah. of things. Like I think the biggest resource for me is my network. Uh, the community I've kind of surrounded myself with is just a bunch of building science nerds, dudes. <laughs> Let's be real here. Yeah. We're all just like a bunch of people who love this whole idea and the opportunity to build better. And I think my network plays a huge part in my learning that a lot of people just in conversations, being able to see, I think even on Instagram and stuff like that, as crazy as it is, is such a great teaching Mm. tool. You just focus less on the crap out there and you focus more on the stuff you really want. And guys like Aaron, again, Aaron Jones, like, having people in your corner who are pushing you to do better anything he sees on my post that he has questions he'll call me out and be like yo what about this what about that and just relying on that community to take my knowledge to the next level and just keep on pushing right there's guys like i think of ben bogey is one of the smartest dudes that guy is a genius ever had the chance to yeah just a genius and just guys like steve basic and all of these guys who are jake bruton like they are just absolute wealths of knowledge just i respect those guys because they're doing it you know they're out there doing it and i like you know i really like jake bruton stuff because you know here in the market we're in i would see my market is it's very similar to his like uh you know he's probably not doing it uh, the most expensive way. He's figuring out how to build a house um, with... Uh, he's value engineering building science, I guess I should say. And I think that's awesome. Like, he's like, there's got to be a better way to do this without spending the most money, you know, and I think that's awesome. Um, he's uh, He's got a unique voice, those guys do, in the market, I think, which I think is great. So I follow a lot of his stuff, too. Very true. And it's guys like that who have just having the chance to be as new as I am with this stuff and to be in a room with them learning and absorbing and just watching the stuff they're looking at and things they're thinking about it. It's been the best experience. What do you think their new year's resolutions are? (laughs) What's that, sir? What do you think their new year resolutions are? Ben's is trim his beard, but <laughs> I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. <laughs> I got a bit of catching up. Yeah, here, right? are you uh, are you growing out? Is this? Do you do this every winter in Canada, or is it just? Actually, maybe usually during winter the hair gets down to the shoulders yeah. and the beard gets Jeez, bushy. Really, it's a lot easier to stay warm when you got facial. Yeah. I wish I could grow a yeah. beard like that. I'm a little jealous. This is pretty much it for me. You need to move up north. Oh do I? Is is that what does it? <laughs> Once a quarter. I think so. It has t- something to do with the latitude. The latitude helps your beard grow. Yeah, not the attitude. The latitude. Oh well, I was thinking Chris had the <laughs> attitude though. He's very laid back, cool. I don't know that I'm cool enough to grow a beard like that. 
or my hair to grow that long. Now I did have, I I, I did have long hair when I was in uh when I was in middle school during the grunge no high school and in the grunge era, you know the Kurt Cobain and you know all those guys. But what we would do is we'd pull it up and we'd shave it oh, yeah. underneath, and you'd just have yeah you'd just have that long bit of hair on top. <laughs> I was I feel like those were my coolest years really. That's what I peaked. I peaked, I think, at like 15. <laughs> I peaked. <laughs> and now, you know, you know, 25 years later, That's it's, funny. it's been downhill for a long time. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's all downhill. So, Jamie, how's that 75 hard going? Speaking of New Year's resolutions. Oh, my God. Oh, it's going well. Are you still? Day 19 today. I'm down officially 20 up. pounds today. 20 what? pounds. Tell, yeah, tell Chris, days, tell, pounds. tell Chris about 20 this, pounds. about this psycho thing you're on. So yeah, 75 or so you got to do two, two 45 minute workouts a day. One has to be outside rain, snow, whatever. So it doesn't really rain say, or snow in California. Yeah, so it's pretty easy out here. That's, yeah. Uh, got to do. Yeah. One, one hour. We actually had some rain, but you just, you just time it in between the, the, uh, the cloud bursts. But, um, Two forty fives um, of working out, a gallon of water. You got to read ten pages of a book, you know, self help, you know, nonfiction or uh, yeah, nonfiction uh, book, uh, paperback. Uh, you got to uh, you know, remain on a diet. They don't really give you a diet. You just got to kind of stay on your own diet and um, yeah, take a photo every day. And I've been doing this day nineteen, and yeah, down twenty pounds. Um, two workouts a day is pretty rugged. I'm starting to feel I'm pretty sore. <laughs> so he's getting better. Yeah, crushing three yeah, miles a day right now. Workouts? Are you running to cardio or are you pushing weights? What are you doing? I'm running, so I'll take the dog for a run about forty five minutes. Um, I'm hitting forty five minutes to an hour. Run down to the beach, run the beach, take him back. And I start. I mean, jogging. All right, jog walks. They're not really runs yet. I was gonna right? say forty five uh, minutes is a long run. <laughs> It's yeah, it's fifteen minute mile pace. Um, it's easy, easy run, nothing crazy. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. But it's you know get get the steps in, and then um, I'll go to the gym or the dojo and go lift, push ups, jump rope. Damn. And boy. then uh, that's it. Yeah, cut twenty pounds, man, and yeah, then diet. Just it, no yeah. carbs and no sugar. Running on just, the beach and just Northern doing California it. California sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yes. You should come run yes. out here, man. Oh god. Uh, yeah. Shorts. I mean, long forty five and minus twenty. Actually, I love yeah. the cold weather. I prefer the cold Says than the I man do from to the Knoxville. Hot. I do. Come on. Yeah. Says the man from Knoxville. I just I hate like it humidity. just right. <laughs> no, I I hate humidity. It's the humid. Like I don't like yeah, going you guys outside in July, yeah. and it can and you like can't breathe. I yeah. hate it so much. But you guys in Canada, you don't get hot weather up there, right? How hot does it get? Yeah we get <laughs> there's no humidity but we're 40 degree summers minimum 40 is like, like 90 last year so that's there 90 was... yeah it's like 90 that's hot you're on the you're on the on well, the coast yeah, huh? but he's got no he's got no humidity well camp is a yeah. bit of an anomaly too like as weird as it is we're actually like a desert here <laughs> where no everywhere way. else is thick dense rainforests you have the coastal areas near the waters and this little pocket of Kamloops in really? the valley is a desert with rattlesnake and huh. black widows. Interesting. And... Okay, wow. weird question. Does it does that affect your uh, your thought on building 
and building science since you're in kind of in this weird pocket area does that affect what you do any different than the people that are just two hours away yes 100 percent. because especially too yeah. we have like 60 degree swings in weather 80 degree swings from seasons so there's huge change in our climate and even too stuff around here has been pretty wild the past couple of years like our summers are there was last year was a 50 degree summer for us like it was the hottest on record ever there have been significant forest fires like down in cali areas and things too like we've been rocked and our winters are getting colder and harsher and we're just we're seeing the extreme a lot of rain they're really he just said it's a desert we're just too not a lot of rain doesn't rain in the desert too hot i know but you know master's degree huh no we'll see a bit here and there but you drive three (laughs) hours out to vancouver i didn't get it you should ask jamie about rain screens he's the he's actually the professional on rain screens (laughs) are you now no we did our first sell these guys last week. We did two houses. We're not sheetrocked yet, right? We got pounded with some rain, but we got the blue skin on. Then we did a rain screen I'm over sorry. it. And both those houses had a leak, man. I'm like, what the? Fuck? Come on, this is supposed to be bulletproof. So yeah, we got them I'm fixed sorry. now. But I'm sorry, yeah, no, we're to... fixed now. Yeah, the for the record, science for the record, guy. we're good. But we were joking about it because we're like, oh, we're all proud of ourselves, man. Look at this. Look at this wall assembly. We're official. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> leaking. So, yeah. yeah, we're good now that we figured it out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. <laughs> so, how did you get into this, Chris? How did you get into it? Was your dad a builder, or like, did you just? I mean, I, why? Why did you anger the gods so much that you had to do this? Um, growing up, I was in pretty much the mo- everything I've done. I've been working in management roles, I guess. I started working when I was a kid, 10 years old. We were super young, working on the golf courses, running a golf course, working in kitchens, running kitchens. And I've always I've been people is, I think, my strong forte. I've always been really, really good with people. And After a long time working like in corporate jobs, I, I had it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. deal with the office jobs anymore. And. I had a chance to start my own business. We bought our first house. We renovated our first house, gutted the place start to finish. And that was kind of like my first big step into general contracting. Growing up, we did a lot of painting and little stuff like that when we were kids. But that was, I'm actually the first person in my family that I know of. As long as my family's history is wow. to build a house. <laughs> Good for you. That's funny. That's awesome. I'm different. I'm fourth generation, so it was like I couldn't get away from it. Yeah, yeah. But there needs to be more first generation people getting into it, right? Absolutely. I'm first gen. Absolutely. We need. Are you really? Yeah, I'm actually legit first generation. My dad came from Spain. I'm the first Verdura born in America. Um, How are we learning all this about Jamie? Like. He's we, been around. We actually learned it this. in the bar that night in uh, Wisconsin. You just don't remember. You just don't remember. <laughs> you, were, you were too busy singing Boys to Men. That's. 
<laughs> yeah, so for me, I tried to get out of it and go. I was going to be a rock star that was playing A, B, C, and D. And uh, none of those worked out. And then the master's degree didn't work out either. <laughs> so I'm building I'm building houses. <laughs> the old default home builder. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll do what dad does, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. What part of Spain is your dad that's from? That's funny. Where your parents from? Uh, a little north of Barcelona. So we're right on the you, right on the water, the Catalans. With like a th. Sounds like there's a, a trip in the fan? future. Barcelona. Yeah, Bar- pretty much. Barta. Barta. Barcelona. <laughs> have you been back to Barcelona, or are you just kind of? I have. I've been several times. Wow. I got aunts, uncles, cousins. I got a house on the beach. So you guys want to go? Let me know. So we're going. I, d- I want to go. <laughs> we're going. I want to go. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me letting you know. That I go. <laughs> Sign me up. Check. <laughs> and now it's now it's recorded, and I'm gonna send that's you. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip this up. And I'm gonna send it to you like once a week. We'll do our hundredth podcast from Spain. <laughs> Jeez, if we make it that that's far, awesome. we are going to Chris, Spain. Chris can be a part. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, Chris will come back for that one. Yeah, come back for the hundredth episode. There you go. That's a that's a deal. We'll make that happen oh, yeah. if that happens. Have you uh, the run with the Bulls? I know Chris, that's not in Barcelona. I have not run with the Bulls. My dad always said it's just a bunch of drunk <laughs> Americans. <laughs> I'd believe that. Yeah. I would believe that. <laughs> Chris, what do you do for fun? Oh goodness. Fun? While you're a new dad? Yeah. Yeah, new dad and construction owner. Hey. All right. Well, I'll you're come back to you in about still six in years. zone defense. <laughs> we'll circle back. We'll circle back for the 100th episode. Yeah, I'm going to 100 episodes to figure that one out, right? Yeah. 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 I'm still trying you're to figure right. it out. No, my wife and I. You're she, right. She is an avid skier, snowboarder. She actually grew up on Whistler Mountain oh, nice. pretty much. So. Whistler's the that's big cool. ski hill for us out this way. And that's, yeah, she has already bought skis for our little one. There's boots. Nice. There's everything ready nice, to go. And yeah. Still outside our house. Love so it. it's pretty much going to happen here in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a good enough deal out back that you can have some fun. So, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? What did you do before you had a kid? Yeah. Honestly, I I worked a lot. <laughs> like I worked a lot, <laughs> but on my downtime. Do you like? Do you? It's usually friends. Do you like working a lot? Yeah, I actually do. But I. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's. I'm kind. Of, I'm in your. I'm in the same boat. I don't. I. I, I feel like I'm. Jamie in, doesn't have fun. I'm young enough still to have to kind of put in that extra effort if i want to get ahead and i I know down the road times like this will pay off right it's i still got able body to move to lift to do stuff that's why being on the tools and things like that is how how old are you (laughs) how old do you think i am i love this question this is fun for me how old do you guys think i am michael i don't remember if i told you you don't have any math off the kid you don't have any gray hair the rest that, of that us is. got all this gray. I got one. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. That just has drywall like dust like on earned it. it. <laughs> 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 this should be happy. He's still got a hair. 
Yeah, I'm going to guess early 30s. This is my guess, early 30s. I am 30. 30. 30. Yeah, turned 30 two months ago. I am a young Mike's like, Mike's like, I wish I was 30 again. Richard Nixon was the president. <laughs> Watergate had just happened. <laughs> Those were the good old days. They were. Those were the days, man. <laughs> Everyone's going to think I'm like 99 years old. Thanks. Oh, this. so, so. Uh, poor Mike. Right? That's. <laughs> That's kind of the point. That's kind of the point. And you put in old. <laughs> no, I've just, you know, with the beard. Yeah. I feel like I That's ask. Right. I feel like every time we talk about how long we've been doing this, Mike's number goes up. I think <laughs> it was like uh, it was like twenty something years at one point. Then it was thirty. Now it's you know seventy. I started no. last year. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad for my first house. Not bad for my first house. That's true. That's true. I bet you don't do a lot of swimming pools. Speaking of swimming pools earlier. Who, me or Chris? Do you, Chris? Yeah, I bet you don't do any swimming pools. Well, actually, our one project right now, we did a, we're finishing up in the spring a big addition with a full pool nice. in the backyard. That was first one in a couple of years. Really? Yep. It was. How, uh, how I mean, how long can you swim in Canada? Well, Three if you heat your baby? pool. <laughs> well, yeah, but still, it's still super cold outside. We I got a hot tub, and we use that 12 months of the year. Even minus 40. Last That's perfect. Yeah, just yeah. tough it out. <laughs> the seasons aren't changing. It's going to be either too hot or too cold. You just get used so, to it. Just for a point of reference, minus, minus 20 Celsius. Just for a point of reference, minus 20 Celsius is Good. minus 4 Fahrenheit. That's cold. Oof. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would just sleep through that. That's a Jamie, normal day. Jamie, does it even get down to freezing where you are? Uh, maybe for a week, I but I'm, I'm right say, on the water. It down... it, uh, California gets cold. You know, we got snow, we got mountains, but it's we're on the water, what? so it stays. Yeah. I mean, well, it gets it's saying, 30, like... 39 to 40, 42. You know, um, that's people cold. are like There's bring your pets inside. You know, no. everybody's dying. Leave your water nope. dripping a little. No, but we don't get All that right. hot either because so over the just right over the hill, fifteen minutes, it'd be a hundred. But so we're still close to the water; it, it'll just stay seventy. It won't. The, the ocean's so is cold. Is that what heaven's like? Yeah, it's, yeah, so. it's pretty nice. I think it's foggy though. You gotta get used to the fog. Foggy. That's your biggest complaint is that it gets foggy. <laughs> can you can well, you pour little, concrete when it's foggy? Or, no, you just can't. Yeah, <laughs> you can. <laughs> Can you place yeah, concrete sure when it can. gets foggy? Place, yeah. yeah I pour. I'm a, I'm a pourer. Oh, man. I don't You're place a concrete. I'm a pourer, too. Do you I'm place concrete in Canada? Concrete. Do you place or you pour it? We pour. Pour. Yeah. It's liquid. You yeah. pour a glass of water out. <laughs> Come on. You pour it. Yeah, you pour concrete. It pours out of the truck. I don't know who talks about placing it. What part of the country talks about placing concrete? By country, I mean obviously the continent. 
because he's not in the country. I don't know. That's a. I don't know. Is it? I don't know anybody that says plays. There's a lot comfy. of guys on Instagram that take that to heart. They're out there. I think it's in. They do. They're going to get blown up if this episode drops. They're going to get blown up. The four guys that are listening to this episode are going to really lose it. <laughs> and they're all in the Northeast. <laughs> Maybe it's time for my topic. Maybe it's time for my topic. Yep. And shoot, yeah, shoot it might have popped up for me lately, and it's kind of getting on my nerves, and it's my own fault. How do you guys handle punch lists? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the punch oh, list man. question. I've been I've been slipping uh, on one of my projects where I've just been taking too long to get my punch list done, and part of it is because I'm busy. It is guilty. Part of it is because my subs are just so busy trying to peel them away to do something on a punch list. It's like pulling teeth, so you can yes. really only peel them away from your job. At least this is what I find. You can't peel them away from some other guy's that's job, right. even though that's what you want to do. Yep. So it slows up. Yep. It's- I think a big thing for us is just getting it done right then and there. Like you notice something, fix it. I know I was having the conversation with the crew uh, working on that house and we were just kind of going through some details the other day. And I mentioned, I was like, yo, you guys see a hole or a big tear or something that's not supposed to be in our air barrier. You grab a piece of tape and you just fix it. Just do it. It's, it's making lists. Yeah. I understand. Great. But if you notice it, you can fix it right then and there. Do it. Just get it done and off the list. And then, of course, the end of project punch list is always going to be there. But yeah, you've knocked off a handful of these small Who things. does that? Who does that for you, Chris? What's that? Do you have a guy or do you just, do you have a guy? I do. I'm the guy. I'm easier. We... I found that that's the best way to get the punch list done. I literally have to do it myself because I am that guy. But we're looking at hiring in uh, like a trim carpenter. Trim carpenters can do pretty much everything, you know? So if you've got a punch list with like 20 things on it. So that's what I was about to tell you. What? That's what I was about to tell you. So this last house that I just closed, this is the first time I've done it. I asked my trim carpenter if he would be interested in coming and doing some punch work as he has, you know, a day here and there in between. You know, because people will bump their work out a day or two, and a trim carpenter can't exactly move heaven and earth. He's sitting at home that day. So I said, why why don't you come every so often? We'll keep a running list, and you just come and punch work out as you get time. I'm telling you, man, it was magic. It was magic. So he would come once every couple of weeks. You know, he'd do a little bit of punch here and there. And he'd bring, you know, two, three guys with him. The end of the house was so much better. I'm telling you, I didn't, I didn't, I'll tell you what I did. I put some weather stripping around like a screen, like a screen door. That's what I did on this punch list for this house. It was incredible. I thought I died and gone to heaven. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm never going to do it. I mean, obviously we paid for it, but, you know, we're going to put that in our budget from here on out and just, exactly. you know, punch work. Yeah. And that's how about that's you, Jamie? Ticket. You've got that's all those in-house here on out. men. You can certainly peel painters. You yeah, got in-house yeah. painters. Oh. You shouldn't even have punch lists. Yeah, I have six full-time painters. 
Yeah. Jamie, Jamie, yeah. by the way, controls. Punch lists are long, though. Did we have a hard time getting them? Punch lists are, you know, somebody threw away the hardware for a window and we got to get it ordered and yeah. chase yeah. that out. It's more the office stuff. Paint's easy. Cleanup's easy. You know, I got I got labor. I got I got a lot of guys to do all that. But we're, it's still it's a, it's a big issue, though. I mean, I'm trying to think if we just go room by room and knock out a room like this bedroom. All right. Ground casing base. Cool. Whatever floors, any scratches, nicks, dents, get that. Yeah. And just check off that room. Done. But my biggest thing is kind of controlling a punch list item from an extra item because homeowners tend to think mm. that this punch list, all these things need to get done. I was like, yeah, we didn't bid all that, guys. Those are extras. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm getting that is a little treacherous sometimes. But yeah. What do you I do, got a Chris? Help. You do it all? Sorry? You do it all? That's you? You're the punch guy? Yes. I just have, I used to have a group Does of it... about a dozen people working for me and Hence, I enjoy that as much as I enjoy how we are now. We've made some serious changes over the years and scaling up and scaling back down. And I think what's what's your sweet spot? What do you what do you how do you as far as manpower? Two of us. We can two of you guys, yeah, total control. Can, Jamie's yeah. Jamie's sweet spot is thirty seven thousand. Thirty seven thousand <laughs> guys in labor, and that's yeah. the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking to staff up this year. Are you? Eh? <laughs> yeah, thirty eight. That's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to go big or go home. You know what my New Year's resolution is? I know you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you. I oh, yes. You just didn't listen. You were talking. It's to grow three inches. It is. What's I've that? Five, nine. It's to grow <laughs> three inches. It's to grow three inches. I've been five, nine for, uh, I've been five, nine for about 25 years. And, uh, Since your peak, I'm going to huh? try it again. Yeah, I'm going to try it again. And we're gonna see if it'll happen. Yeah, but you're you're five ten and stuff. I don't know. I'm That's over it. the hill now. That's it. Living large, <laughs> with my baby. Boots Living on. large with my with my boots on. I'm five ten, so uh, I'm gonna wear boots most days this year. So, but okay, all right. Back to the, back to the topic. Uh, so, Chris, so are you are you putting on door hardware? Putting on door stops? What is your punch list like consist of what are you what are you what's your line yeah usually like hardware handles little touch-ups nicks dings from trades little things like that and sure. we we've been pretty good over the past couple of years with just kind of keeping up with stuff and we've kind of kept punch list down so when i saw a bit of this conversation peak from michael and a bunch of other guys on the punch list <laughs> I had a good laugh. Like it's it's the bane of so many oh, builders' yeah. existence I feel... that you know, oh, my gosh, terrible. Car- I very often see at other job sites cardboard stuck to random walls, taped up with lists scratched on them everywhere in each room, and that seems to work for some. And you know what? If that gets you to the finish on your project, and that's the best system for your business, get on you. But there's definitely some better ways of doing it. And, ideas like your guys with the trim carpenters. Yeah, I, I like think that. it's going to help, you know, yeah. tackle it, so much of that it stuff. It worked, man. The, the last Mike's right. You know, historically we've been like most builders. It's tic-tac-y type stuff on the punch list, but the building environment in the last year and a half with lead times and stuff like ordering appliances and it takes 18 months to get an appliances. So people are moving into houses with the wrong set of yeah. appliance temporary mm-hmm. appliances. So now they come in, now you have to switch it all out and just trying to get people moved in when the house really isn't a hundred percent finished. And, you know, my, my bad was I allowed that, you know, I should have never allowed that. I should like, no, you're not moving into this house until it's done. Yep. 
You, you want to help them out. You don't want to be an asshole. But at the same time, now they're living in there, and now it's that's a that's a hard so one. So much harder to finish. You got to schedule every little thing. You can't just send a guy in there because you know the house is open. You got to call him, schedule it. Nope. I guess it's a lesson to be learned that for me. And they get pissed. They, they've been understanding. They've they've been. Understanding. It's hard. It's yeah, easy to it, come yeah, up at front. A certain amount of time, they do start to get pissed, and, and that's good. You can't blame them. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's tough on the know. But then they get pushy too because they yeah. want to move in, which I understand. And if they're paying two mortgages or they're, you know, whatever, it's it's tough. Yeah, it's well, that's a slippery slope. And I think I'm going to be. Yeah, the, the I don't like when they move in either. But on. I'm not going to be the asshole later on. You know, just no, you're not moving in. It's not. It's not as. Uh, yeah. It's not as different as you think. I mean, when I met you, <laughs> I knew you were an asshole. But that's why I liked you. So <laughs> I liked you. We fit right in. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this guy's just like me. We're gonna be we should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to get you both hammered to get you convinced on the podcast thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm convinced yet. <laughs> Chris, this podcast actually started after we got kicked out of a bar in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> That sounds about right. <laughs> We're all part of that start, Chris. You know I how we got Matt, kicked out. I, I think my, I think Zane, Zane would not Do stop singing close. "Boys to Men" at the bar. <laughs> that's true. That's not true. That no, is that's not a true. true story. <laughs> I was there. Oh my gosh! But to his credit, <laughs> he true. can sing. Not as bad but as you think. He can though. sing. <laughs> yeah, he can out, out, and that is also a true story. My man can sing. There's a reason the rock star thing didn't work out, Chris. Okay, <laughs> don't believe everything you hear. Let's that is re- that really is though how it worked out. We all were. I mean, I think Mike had his hat on backwards. We were, we were all pretty hammered, and we were like, we should, we should do this in real life, and we should record it. <laughs> I'm sure lots of people have said that in the well, bar. Hopefully. We're just the only idiots that so. actually went through with it. Actually, fall, yeah, fall we've actually, yeah, we've actually done it, and now you're the first guest. <laughs> so, how does that make you feel? Pretty good. I'm gonna forewarn you, though. Uh, I'm hoping you guys actually push the record button because I, I had a chance to do the a podcast in Switzerland there, and well, we did two full takes of it with uh, no, Jake. shut up, yeah, dude. Oh it, my god, you really did. It you was, really did make me look. I looked and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Did you look right? Was that you? Can, was that with I did. Tim? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim from Awesome Framers and uh, Jake Bruton and Jake's oh, no. button. And an hour after Tim oh, and I went no. blabbering on, we got the hey. Uh, I forgot to push record. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say I my. My philosophy is record everything. God knows when something's gonna happen, and you're gonna have you're gonna well, cut a clip. I don't think it. they did it on Early purpose. Saying it was an accident, right? I'm saying before. <laughs> I, what I'm telling you is before before all the bourbon is gone, then I hit record. That's the that's the point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> So we right, got a, what's the wild any... card? We got a wild card question. Well, my wild card was, "What does he do for fun?" And it, his answer well, was, "That was a wild card question." He works. Was, I'm kind of in that boat. Works. Not gonna lie, I don't nothing. have a, the old days. Works. Of... What do you guys do for fun? 
We know Zane's a rock star, so we know what he does. I'm a rock star. Yeah, I'm a rock star. I'm not really a rock star anymore. Like a but, guitar uh, hero rock music. star or like a real rock star are we talking? <clears throat> not, no, nothing nothing even in the realm of real. Um, but I do play guitar and I sing. And uh, I sang Boys to Men at my wedding. I sang I'll Make Love to You to my wife at my wedding with a band. <laughs> and that was that was a lot of fun. And that's and why I was singing Jamie Boys to Men. In Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> and then I sang it to Jamie, and that's how Jamie actually joined our Builder 20 group. I'll uh, sign me up, I'm in. He was like, well, now I'm, now I'm in. Now I'm in. Zane, if so, we ever find uh, a bar with a guitar, a piano, and a sax, I'm down. Are you a mu- you're a musician yeah. as well? I'm in. I still remember how I'm to in. play. I'll... Yeah, I was Are you a musician as well? Yeah. <laughs> really? What do you play? Uh, I grew up playing piano for oh, there you go. 15 plus years and saxophone for uh, Wow. Saxophone? Yeah. Can you play Careless Whisper? No. <laughs> do you know the Careless Whisper? You know Careless Whisper. George Michael and Wham. Well, that, Can't say. you know, that's my ringtone. <laughs> Just that sweet, sweet loving on the sax, eh? It is. It really is. It started out as a joke, but now it's been there for like five years. So it's like, now I can't touch it. (laughs) It's real. It's real. What about you, you Mike? What do you guys do in Chicago? Chicago. Fight. Fight? No. It was fun out there, Mike. I work a ton. Far and away with Tom Cruise. Bear, bear, knuckle box. Zane is drinking a second glass of wine. Sometimes uh, during the summer, I like to hit the little white ball, do some golfing. I played a lot of golf when I was a kid. I played a lot of golf when I first got married. Luckily, I'm not divorced. And uh, right around <laughs> kid number three or four, I really <laughs> had to put the brakes on the golf. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. But no, I work. I work a lot. That's all right, Mike. And when I come out there, I don't we'll picture go you as a golfer. No. Really? No, oh, I don't sure. really. Yeah, I really don't. Cut. That looks like a golfer yeah, to he's me. He's pretty clean cut. Yeah, does he really? <laughs> All those old guys golf. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the alcohol. All those old guys golf. It's his age. That's true. No, but when That's the kids true. come along, I'm sure you guys know that that kind of stuff goes away, and so now it's just do what the kids do kind of. And although my old, my oldest ones are starting to move out of the house already and off to college and actually got one in Canada. I got one in Toronto. Oh, right. I love that. Excuse yeah, I love to that come Tom up north. Like, you know, you know, Canada is a pretty big place. Is it? Canada is a pretty big place. So Toronto is pretty far away from where he is. <laughs> Oh yeah. I didn't know if you knew that. Oh yeah. I got a kid in America too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll come visit. He's like, oh he's like, wait a minute. Maybe we know some of the same people. <laughs> hey, do you know Joe? Can Canada, eh? Yeah, that's funny. Oh yeah. Oh man, I was supposed to pull out all my Canada jokes, but I can't remember what I texted you guys. <laughs> so Chris so 
So, Chris, I had all these Canada jokes when these guys told me, yeah, Chris has agreed to come on. I was like, <laughs> oh, he's a contractor, eh? Badum I'm glad you got I can't remember what now. else I said. Something about a something about a loony. Loony? The dollar, you know, the loony? Loony. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. We don't have dollar it's, bills. It's not as you have loonies. Yeah. Loonies, toonies. But do you call it a loony? Yeah. See? Yes. I told you guys. That is a fact. I told these guys. Told these guys it was a loony, and they were like, that's, oh, "All right, that's that you know, master's out. degree coming in handy again." And I was like, "It's got a loon on it." That's, that's that it. master. That's that half master's degree coming in handy. I was, I was like, "No, it's got a loon on it," so they call it a loony. I was not wrong. Loonies, toonies. But I do think I think I might have learned. If you yeah. need a Timmy's, you got a loony and a toonie, you're good. See there? I, I knew it. That probably made no sense to any of it. you guys. That was some Canadians thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess so how I I guess curious how's the how's the market up in Canada right now? How are you guys looking on, on workload with the I mean, our market's changing a little bit? Um interest rates are rising. I don't know what's happening up with you guys, but how's that affecting you guys or is it affecting you guys? Yes. Drastic change. Like, our interest has gone up, I think it was about 400 basis points. We were at 2% at Holy the smokes. start of last year. We were steadily going up and up and up, and now we're 5 point something, I believe. It's pretty high up there. Way higher than it's ever yeah. been in quite some time around here. And you can see a lot of people being a lot more cautious penny pinching and kind of putting the reins on some of the bigger projects we've seen most of the developers in our area we kind of watch a lot of the market with what they're doing too they still seem to be going pretty hard we've had the biggest influx of like high-rise developments ever in our city like they're building the first 24-story apartment building be the tallest building in our whole town you'll see it from every single corner of the city and If those guys continue to be as busy as they are, I think some of them have 10-year developments. The whole downtown core is getting gutted. High-rise apartment buildings and multifamily apartment buildings seem to be the big ticket right now. The housing stuff for custom houses is definitely slowing down a little bit, and the renovations seem to be taking more priority the past few seasons. majority of our stuff... like been a couple years since we got to build a whole house this is the first one in the past couple years the majority of our stuff has been renos and additions the past couple of seasons because a lot of people shifted their focus on from buying new which i don't know about where you guys are but where we are is kind of like one of the hardest most expensive places to live in the world it's it's unreal what driving in vancouver cost of house apartment townhouse anything like you're talking vancouver the median house price was well over a couple of million dollars years and years ago uh around here were probably at least 650 750,000 for a house right now if you could even find something most of the houses are around eight to a million bucks wow so anything starter home jamie what's yours yeah Similar market. It, it depends. I mean, to jump city to city. I live in a neighborhood where the ranchers yep. are probably m- million, million five for 
1500 feet um yeah and then you know but then three miles down the road we're doing a spec house at 10 million at 6,000 feet and then over the hills 25 million for our house so just it's hitting wait you're doing a 10 you're doing a 10 million i'm just a muscle i'm not i'm not an investor but yeah that's a that's a spec home at 10 million okay okay i was like god You've got way bigger balls than I thought. Ten million for a spec is a lot. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've been thinking about. It. <laughs> but that's yeah. So, but it's it's California. It's kind of all over the map. But yeah, there's not not much under a million bucks. Let's put it that way. A million bucks yeah. is a tear down or some dirt, basically. Yeah, that's a lot of. Yeah, I mean, I would say we're similar to Chris. I mean, do you do any speculative stuff, Chris? No. Nope. Nope. None at all. You're no. you are one hundred percent client. And then how much percentage would you say you're um commercial uh something like that? Probably ten percent in a year. Very little yeah. five to ten percent. Yeah. Mike, do you do any commercial? Yeah, we have. We do zero percent commercial. We do no commercial here. It's been a, it's been a while. Or I don't. It's been a while, but I don't. I'm I am uh and we 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 also spec. We're actually trying to transition to mostly speculative. We've all yeah yeah. Do yeah, you? We've done I didn't know lot, that. We've done a lot of spec in the past, but probably the last five years we've held our spec to about I don't know ten to twenty percent of our total workload or total volume has been spec. But now it's crazy to spec because the dirt is just so expensive. It, the, the numbers don't pencil out, you know, and. I've done enough building yeah. for practice. Right. I don't need well, to practice. Well, that's kind of where we are right now. Yeah. <laughs> are you doing any no, spec we sold right our now? Last two specs at the beginning of this year. Um, they were sold during construction, so they were okay. kind of weren't even like specs. Um, they were more like GCs, but right. Yeah. yeah. Right now, we've just everything is. I'm trying to permit. I'm trying to permit one spec and I'm trying to permit four more that are for, that are for an investor. So we're all investor spec and I'm right in the middle of a couple of customs. So, but yeah, we're, so you do a lot more renovation, Chris, than I think I, than I think I even thought. Is that, is that market driven or is that, uh, or do you prefer that? Do you prefer to build new or do you prefer to do renovation? I guess that's what I'm wondering. I think before I would have considered doing a lot more new instead of the renovations prior to the building science stuff. For me, the renovations, they're complex, they're long, they're multi-year mm-hmm. projects sometimes on some of our renos, so it, it, they're hefty projects and for us i think i wouldn't Mm -hmm. take on a new house unless we got to do some of this building science stuff and of course the minimums right so i think that's why i've shied away from a lot of the houses recently is they weren't the right fits so renos it is and sure to be honest i I do love ripping stuff apart and seeing how they built all these years ago and (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot of houses without insulation in this community (laughs) Really? Yes. See, I told you guys, houses have to breathe. I told you. (laughs) Hang on, Chris. One question. If you were to give one one piece of advice, one idea, real quick, not a topic, we're not talking about it, one quick thing 
that you would tell somebody for the next generation that's getting into the trades, what would you say? Be a sponge. Learn from these guys who have been doing it for generations, absorb, and use those to build better houses. There you go. go. There's the title of the podcast, Be a Sponge. Be a Sponge. Sponge. Spongy. Nailed it. Spongy. Nailed it. Cool, man. Hey, good to to meet you in person, Chris. Great to meet you guys, too. Yeah, our virtual person here. That's okay. I got a bunch of trips down south next season, so there'll be some good opportunities. And we're all, and we're all, yeah. we're all going to Barcelona next year, right? I got number uh, one. Jamie, that is here. We're we're going. I'm telling wifey tonight. We're going as far as yeah. As Scouts, far what as dude said we're going to Barcelona, babe. We're going. Are you going, going to, to IBS or JLC or any of those things? Cool. Yeah. Yes, sir. IBS and JLC for sure, and maybe try and sneak in some. Are you guys going to IBS? I'm on the fence right now. I don't know. I'm we got one foot in the one foot in the boat. Are you going? I'm there. I'm, See, there. I'm going? there. Jamie, then you're going. I've already, already got. I'm there. Yeah, yeah, you're might going. Be going. I'm right there. Go see, Mike. Mike, you're going too, right? Mike, you're coming. Oh my gosh, Mike, you're coming. You're you so know lame. when the Canadians show up, it's going to be a riot. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yes. All right, boys. Yes. Yeah, That's you're good. going. All right. Cool, guys. Thanks, Chris. All right, gentlemen. Thank you. Appreciate it. See you guys later. All right. Catch you on the flip side. See you guys.